Welcome to the Hear My Story podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We love having you here. And it's our mission to bring you powerful stories of everyday people. Prepare to be inspired. Here's your host, Josh Oxendine. Hear My Story, what is up? I am your host, Josh. And today on the episode, we have the incredible privilege to listen to Daniel Ritchie. Daniel just released a book. He is seems like he is everywhere, but um, a little under a year ago, we had the opportunity to sit down with him and capture his story. Uh, his story is, wow, it's powerful. Uh, he has no arms, and he talks about his journey of growing up um, without arms, uh, the fear, the insecurities, um, he talks a little bit about him not having arms, but to be honest with you, um, it's really just uh, how that has affected his life, and it's not so much a physical handicap. You'd actually uh, would be surprised. Um, so uh, without jumping too far ahead, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys listen um, to this incredible, powerful story of um, who, who is now a good friend of mine, um, but this is a story of Daniel Ritchie. I would go out into public places, and I would get stares and rude comments and, and people would literally at the grocery store with, with my parents, they would stop in the middle of the aisle and just stare at me. And, uh, and, and really quickly, I, I started to draw into myself, like put up this wall because, man, people, people were judging me for something I couldn't change, for something I couldn't, uh, I couldn't fix, for something that was completely obvious and I couldn't hide. And I, and I felt just unlovable by the rest of the world. My name is Daniel Ritchie, hear my story. The set apart moment for me is, is moment one. Um, I come into this world and I'm born without arms to the complete and total surprise of everybody. Uh, nobody knew that I wasn't gonna have arms. My mom had a healthy pregnancy, my mom had two ultrasounds and surprise. You know, here I come into the world, no arms, and then on top of everything else, I'm not breathing. And so as I come into this world, the doctor catches me and he holds me up to my dad. He goes, do you want us to let him go? That's, that's the backdrop of my life right there is, I, I think so much of that moment encapsulates what I fought against for so much of my life is, do you want us to let him go? Is, is he worth it? Is, is an armless life worth living? My struggle had never been my physical body, you know, going, going into elementary school, going into to life in general. Everything that everybody else does with their hands, I do with my feet, whether that's uh, writing, typing on a computer, eating, brushing my teeth, uh, getting dressed in the morning, uh, man, I, 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 can, I can look back at my life and say, man, I've never been held back by, by my physical body at all. Uh, but what, what started to creep in on me and what started to affect me was I felt different. And, and as I started to look around at, at, at everybody else, I knew I was different. I knew that there were not really many other people uh, that, that ate with their feet and that drove a car with their feet and, um, and, and these feelings started to bubble up like, God, why'd you do this to me? 
God, why, why do I have to have something uh, that's just so destructive and so visible as a part of my story? Why, why, can't, it be a, why can't it be a speech impediment where I can just keep my mouth closed and, and nobody know about it or, or, or any sort of other, other thing? God, why does my difference have to fly like a flag? And I, as I grew older, I, I just drew more inward drew bitter, uh, started to let the darkness close around me. Going through this dark time, um, I, I had next to no friends, um, kind of a, a, a kid that painted this smile on, like on the outside, and was hurting on the inside. And God used a, God used a kid to, uh, to invite me to this event at his church. And, um, and it was a super simple devotion, uh, just talking about the love of God. And God broke my hard heart that night. Uh, and, and it wasn't, for, for me, looking back, my, my biggest hang up was how can anybody love me for, my, for, for all of my armless baggage? But that night it was, it blew me away. Like God loved me for all of my baggage and my sin. And, and my wickedness and my hate and my frustration toward God, He still loved me. He still pursued me. And um, gave my life to Christ that night and to watch, to watch the darkness peel back. I, I, I can't put into words just how, how God started to change my life that night from going to just resting in Christ as my everything, as, as, as my Lord, as my Savior, to watch how He starts to peel back just so much of my hurt. Um, because, man, before, the, the thing I wanted more than anything was I wanted people, I mean, to love me, to look past, I think, the whole armless thing. And, and people's words to me were the greatest uh, source of, of just worth and value in my life. And once I started to rest in Christ, my greatest worth and my greatest value started to become what, what God said about me. Um, how He defined the fact that, you know, I fearfully and wonderfully made you. And while you were still in your mother's womb, I was knitting you together. Um, you know, Genesis 1, that that God fashions all of us as His image bearers. For me to see that, that I don't have to depend on what other people say about me changed everything. It, it was an absolute game changer in my life because I started to, to be able to live my life where I wasn't afraid of what people were going to say because all that mattered is, is, is what God said about me. And that, that wasn't going to change. That value and that worth in, in how He had formed me the, the relationship that I have with Him because of what Christ did on the cross, that wasn't going anywhere um, because I'd already been adopted as a son. My value, my worth, my hope was now for the first time, it was on a rock solid plane. And it wasn't in, in the shifting sand of people's praises and, and people's words. Um, I went from miserable kid to suddenly sitting in, in such a, a healthier place and it seemed like overnight and that, that had everything to do with, with what Jesus did.
So, uh, man, after becoming a believer and resting in Christ, I was sitting here with, with this joy and with this hope, and I wanted everybody to know about it. You know, I went from hating people, uh, in all honesty, to now God's calling me to go and take his gospel to people. And I'm, I'm the most unlikely candidate to, to share the gospel. I'm not a natural communicator. I'm an introvert. Um, I really don't like people. And so God's going, go on. And man, I, I, I could not be uh, more excited to, to just share with with the person that I come across at the gas station, at the grocery store, uh, just about the hope that I have in me because um, people ask to hear my story a lot. You know, I'll, I'll be paying for groceries at the grocery store and I'll pull my debit card out of my shoe, swipe it through the credit card reader and all of a sudden everybody's like, what? And then people automatically, man, what's, what's your story? How'd you lose your arms? And I get a great opportunity Man, to just tell people what I've been through, what what God's delivered me from, and uh, and what for the first half of my life I thought was a curse in regards to to my armlessness. Man, I started to see that God had given me a true gift. That that two empty sleeves were just an opportunity to to grab people's attention and point people back to Him, back to the one who fearfully and wonderfully made me like this. I know what it is to, to feel like you're a mistake, an accident, a freak, but I also know what it is to, to find hope and purpose in knowing that God, God doesn't misstitch us when He fearfully and wonderfully makes each and every one of us. And so if you're sitting there going, I'm a freak, nobody loves me, nobody's with me, I want you to know that the God who fearfully and wonderfully made you loves you. And He's crafted you with a purpose regardless of what you got going on. He can use you and He already is using you because just as much as people stop and stare and freak out, there are also people who stop and take a breath and go, man, what a cool kid. What an inspiration. What a display of God's glory. You, just by how you're made, you let people know how remarkable God is. And you need to see you're not an accident. You are the perfect display of God's glory.